0: back where we started from push your your guns through your shadow with a ton drive it down the 101 California here we come right back where we started from California welcome to the OC bitch the show where we take an in depth episode by episode look at the seminal Underrated prime time soap opera of the early aughts, The OC. I am your host for the evening, and with me, as always, I'm very proud and excited to present Ryan, 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 r- r- Ryan. We are talking about The OC tonight.
1: What did we talk about last episode? This is part two of the family ties, and family ties obviously gets two episodes, right? Like it's an important episode. It's an important
0: episode. Nothing
1: so- ties like family. We talked about the Cohens and we talked about how Ryan and Seth are going through some things. Ryan wants to hook up with his aunt. Who S- doesn't? Seth is trying to dress like an aunt yep. in order to impress a badass aunt. A his different aunt. girlfriend. And it's like an aunt aunt, right? Like the aunt of an aunt. The aunt like, of an aunt, grand aunt. I'm going to be a six-legged insect and put a bunch of makeup on and buy you stuffed animals you don't want cuz I'm an aunt aunt. That is what an aunt aunt do. Do you say aunt? Idea for the little picnic creatures?
0: Yeah. You little critters trying to steal my picnic basket? Get, Get out, out of your here, A bunch of aunts.
1: I'm a very fancy picnicker. But married to your uncle. That's an aunt. Yeah. That's Aunt Joe
0: and Uncle Joe. <laughs> and those aunts are taking all that food to their queen aunt. It's the British way. I don't know if you know.
1: Do you think life would be easier if you just had someone to bring food to? Like, I don't want to like think about this fucking life anymore. I just want to grab some food. Maybe. Maybe take a little snacky poo off while I'm walking but I'm just bringing it to this like major queen that's going to like say, "Hey, good job, bud." That's why Uber Eats folks are so happy. They're just bringing food to somebody to eat it. Okay, so bad Uber Eats drivers. That's like bad half Uber Eats drivers. That's like half the fries, right? Uh-huh. But good ones Wait, are eat half the fries? They eat half the fries.
0: Yeah, that's pretty bad.
1: But like the good ones, the best ones.
0: How many fries do they eat? It's still
1: one or two every time, right? No.
0: Every time? You're driving for eight hours a
1: day. Wait, so you're saying there's such good Uber Eats drivers that they're not eating anything from that bag? Ryan,
0: I would argue that there are such good Uber Eats drivers that they never eat somebody's food.
1: That's fucking insane. Have
0: you, I don't know how often you get delivery. You seem like a pretty healthy guy who cooks a lot. But a lot of delivery. Love the sarcasm. Is, that was sincere, is stapled. Shut. So how are they going to get their fries out of that?
1: Uh, You have a staple in your car, a stapler in your car. (laughs) You just have a staple And a staple remover?
0: Yes. You just have
1: the whole prize. You want those two fries so badly? Have you ever smelled fries before, bro? No. You've never smelled fries? What do they smell like? Okay, you walk into every Denny's or Norm's with two Q-tips jammed in your nose. And run straight to the bathroom. The only reason I would be in a Denny's or Norm's. People have questions about that, by the way. But no, like, two fries are fine. I think three, now we're asking questions. Four, you're fired? Four, you're fired. Straight out? Five, you're back hired.
0: That's it. <laughs> You got balls <laughs> on you, kid. You you're own Uber place now. What you are you going to be, the Uber president? Uber queen aunt. Take the company, you are my son.
1: Okay, so if you order a vegan salad steak meal, and I get a burger and fries, uh huh. you're so going to eat two fries off my plate, yes? My
0: food's not getting touched.
1: No, nobody's going to touch your shit. But like come on. If you're you
0: my friend and that is okay.
1: Oh, everyone that Uber delivers to is their friends. You can't So be-
0: Olive Garden is when you're here your family, Uber's like if we're bringing you food, you're my friend.
1: Right. Not family. <laughs> like we're not that close. <laughs> Look, that's crazy. We're not 3 fries fries close, but we're 2 fries happy.
0: Is that the new motto? Mm-hmm. I like it. You should fucking you should definitely make money for that one. Tonight we are talking about the Coopers and everything that's going on with them and we'll probably finish Seth's story cuz we producer Dave wrote us a message and said we forgot to do that last step so we will do that all that
1: and more on tonight's o c d and time out from the show oh my god mike is this the most fun show that we've ever done uh-huh. i have noticed that in tonight's show you have eaten more packets of mcdonald's Nugget sauce. So, I am allowed to the Any, any other, other show. If you're
0: going to throw that shade at me, I'm allowed to talk.
1: Well, yeah, you're always allowed to talk, bro. You said time out, so I froze. No, I was calling time out from the show that we're doing, and okay. we're in the middle of. But I thought nah, you just me and you. We're
0: calling time out and meeting McDonald's sauces.
1: And now we're out of time because you couldn't fucking figure out what the premise is. So, I understand the uh, premise. What website would you go to if you want to? No, if you already have a ton of sauces but no nuggets and you need a website to read and look at.
0: You need more nuggets, go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. You can probably buy nuggets there and it'll help us a little. They're older,
1: but better, right? Older,
0: but better, yeah. Nuggets are like wine. Let them get weird. Yourpotfoodo.com slash Amazon.
1: Uh, if you if we needed more nuggets and the audience wanted us to have more nuggets right. and sauces to accommodate, then how would they get us that kashish, besides Amazon, right. to uh, get us those nuggets? I, I, honest- I, I, I'm setting you up for Patreon. Do you understand? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. So Twitter is where you want to go.
0: I, I, I honestly Good eat twist nuggets idea. just f- to get more sauces, and I need more nuggets always. Uh, and I'd say please go to patreon.com slash your filter. Pick the amount of nuggets
1: you want to give us every month in a dollar amount. They do not have the technology yet to put it in nugget amount. And by the way, McDonald's, just because we ordered 50,000 nuggets this week, you can still put them in their little cardboard packages. Like yeah. we don't want to dump truck dumping We're not nuggets monsters. all over monsters. Don't dump truck dump nuggets all over our lawn. Do you still eat the nuggets that touch the grass? Or is it only nuggets oh, yeah. that touch other nuggets? No, the nuggets in the grass get just soaked in barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. And then you swallow them. Because that's like a it's a cleansing agent. Yes. It gets away it's, it gets rid of the germs. Exactly.
0: And then if you just do one spritz of Lysol in each sauce, then it gets rid of the germs.
1: Okay, so you did YouTube.com Slash filter. Yeah,
0: let's pretend there's something there.
1: You did YourPopFilter.com slash Amazon. You did, you did Patreon.com slash YourPopFilter. Yes. Is there just like a basic YourPopFilter.com? I, that would be wild. Ch- ch- I don't even know. Type go it in. To, see go what go happens. Go to and see what happens. Will it Manchurian candidate
0: you <laughs> out? Manchurian candidate out. Mic drop.
1: Good. Good. All uh, right. Bye.
0: Ryan. Much like Lindsay. And Ryan, in the previous episode, trying to figure out what they are. Julie and Jimmy Cooper are also trying to figure out what they are. It's the age-old what-are-we talks when you have been married to somebody for decades, divorced, and started cheating on your current husband with that ex-husband. What do we do here? Are we back together? Should we both leave our current bad lives and be with each other? Will that make it work this time, kiddo?
1: Do you think these crazy kids got it in them? We love shitting on Jimmy and, like, pointing out how every decision that he makes is terrible. Mm-hmm. And I think that we might do that later. But I think that Jimmy has it right in that, come on, Julie. Like, there's no way that you think the things that you're thinking about how, like, we should get back together are real feelings. Right. And uh, if you did, I'm not gonna. like. Yeah, it's Jimmy's into it until she's like, I should go back to the office in my life. What if it wasn't my life? And Jimmy's like, nope, you should go back to the
0: office. I was into this until you were into it.
1: But, like, and it's not even like a uh, this is secret and hot thing. It's a sort of, at least for Jimmy, a realistic thing. Like, come on, Julie. The second that we, like, run away together, five seconds later, you're going to be like, I should be uh, uh, with a professor who invents dinosaurs. Just that professor inventing dinosaur. Wait, now it's a dinosaur who invents professors. She can never get enough. I mean, come on. (laughs) If you if you accidentally stumble into a lab where a dinosaur is standing above a conveyor belt just printing out professors as fast as he can, by Jove, I've got it, you're going to steal at least one professor, right? And be with that professor? I mean, bring oh. that professor. No, no, no don't, don't be with him. Just bring him home and have him pour one beaker into another beaker.
0: And he's like, I don't even know what this is doing. Just screaming chemistry at the top of his uh, lungs. That's how you get an A++ in Mr. Savior's class. Speaking of chemistry, Julie and Jimmy got it, when, Only when they are not actually dependent on each when other. When they don't
1: have to raise a fucking family and be normal people.
0: Yeah, when it's just hot boat sex. Yeah, we're into it. But it's the minute it's like, hey, did you get the groceries? They do not have the life is boring sometimes together. Fuck you! I hate you. I'm from Riverside. I hate you and I hate groceries.
1: I'm out. I'll burn this whole boat down. Uh, but like, they both hate groceries. And they're screaming that at the exact same time. And, and then they, they're throwing groceries out the window. Well, Uber Eats is like, you guys could just call us. Sure, we'll eat a fry or four. That's, but, how, <laughs> that's how Uber makes their money, is they're grabbing the groceries out the window and then driving them back to the front somebody door. somebody else. Oh, I think to the neighbor. Did you order this? No. Well, you should call Uber Eats.
0: And, I mean, all groceries are just baguettes, right? All groceries are baguettes. While this baguette out the boat window is happening, uh, Marissa is like, we're gonna meet my dad, DJ, and is super happy about it. And everyone's like, Is that okay? And she's like, My dad's super cool. He would never do anything wrong. He's gonna love me forever.
1: There is so much dumb here. First of all, Jimmy has no place. Julie is born to hate DJ. Right? Uh-huh. Like that's why she was created. To, right. Just to like judge DJ for his skin color and job. There's no way that Jimmy's gonna be like, what is this? Uh brown boy like yeah jimmy'd be fine with him jimmy will like they'll hang out and dj's so nervous like what is he into does he like sports he likes ES- <laughs> ESPN Classic. classics, but that's only black and white games
0: that that's uh marissa does not know her dad
1: yeah that means you if you watch ESPN classics you like sports but there's no way that jimmy cooper can judge anybody much less an upstanding oh. citizen no and he, i don't think he would no matter
0: what rung he was on currently
1: so dj should be fine
0: but it's, they show up and see what's what and it's, they don't really see uh, – maybe they see some kissing, but it's not a lot. I think it's more than anything, it's Julie's walking away, and he comes up and, like, rubs her up and down her spine, and that is
1: intimate. But we don't get the feeling, though, that, like, Marissa and DJ are springing this on Jimmy, right? Like, Jimmy knew no, that there was, was a lunch plan. date. And he was like, well, let's see if I can keep Julie yeah, here on the boat. Classic over-planner. <laughs> even though my daughter, who hates my ex-wife, is coming soon – Let's just have her on the boat and rub her back.
0: And so Marissa's like, nope, grabs DJ's hand, runs the F away. And then later when she sees Jimmy, uh, she's like, he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? She's like, oh, pretty good. How's making out with mom? And he's just like, what, 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 what? (laughs) Like for a while he does that. And then I do love, Marissa's just like, don't you remember how she ruined your life and my life? And he's like, things are different now. And she's just like, dad, you fucking moron.
1: Early on the last episode, we talked about how this episode focused on Marissa uh-huh. and how like she's back to being drama. But when the O.C. is at its best and when Marissa is at her best, it's like, no, you can't blame me for my actions because of my parents. Right. They're the fucking worst. And we are back to that. Like, Marissa, throw some tantrums in this episode. Mm-hmm. But my God. Are her parents the fucking worst? Yeah,
0: these are the most accurate tantrums she's had in the entire show.
1: Right. And she calls, she's normally just Auntie Julie, but
0: that that is her. Marissa becomes, when Caitlin has kids, she becomes Auntie Julie. (laughs) That's Uh, her cam girl name. uh, But she straight up says to Jimmy, like, I wish you would grow up and be a real dad. Like, this is the first time she's calling him out for his BS.
1: But she can act the way that she does towards Julie because she has Jimmy. Right And oh my god, not only am I finally seeing Jimmy as the piece of shit he is, but it's with fucking Julie? Yeah, Are you kidding me right now? Uh, And so he's like, you're right. I do need to learn to
0: be a real dad. So I'm leaving. I only have one choice. That's what he thinks a real dad does. (laughs) And Marissa continues the call-out trend. She's like, you think being a real dad is abandoning me for Maui? Have fun, pops.
1: Right, and if we thought... That to this point, that the OC has been doing a uh, doing Marissa a, a, like a disservice. Uh-huh. Like, all right, Marissa, cool, cool drama, bud. She is totally right in this episode. Right. Like, not only does she have the worst parents, but she's like, okay, so cool. You want to be a pilot, and you've decided to like then just drill into the ground. You want to say that like you're gonna be a good dad, so you're gonna be the worst dad right. ever. I'm gonna be a good dad by not having kids at all in my life for a while. You want to say like, oh, you want to be a, like a great grower of mustaches. And then you grow a butt mustache? Like, this is the opposite thing you're talking about, Pop. Please, it's mustache. <laughs> Say it correctly if you're gonna mention it, Ryan. And then it's do you think if
0: Haley finds out about this, that she'll be furious because she said, move to me with Tokyo? And he went, no, I gotta stay here with the
1: kids? Or is she just like, phew, dodge that fucking Jimmy bullet? I think that anytime you can get away from Jimmy Cooper, and you can see this when he tells uh, Kirsten and Sandy that he's moving away, uh-huh. they're like,
0: what? Oh, no. no! We'll send you a party right now. We're so happy. <laughs> you got is awesome because Jimmy is funny because he goes, "I have terrible news. I <laughs> fell in love with my ex-wife," and I do like Sandy is like, "You were married before Julie," and Kirsten just goes, "Oh fuck, Jimmy, why?" It's the best reaction from all that whole. All the parents just knew their role, and they're like, "Let's make this
1: horrible situation a little funny." And so, yeah, it makes it seem like Marissa's overreacting, right? Right, because like, it's not that terrible, but still, even the baseline reaction is like, "Julie fucking Cooper, you, are you kidding me?" Yeah, I think when the when the Cohen parents are making light of it, they're not thinking about what this is putting
0: Marissa through. Did Sandy actually think that it's, he? <laughs> like, okay, Sandy he has a an joke asshole? tone, and this did not have it at all. It was. He was so flabbergasted by the idea that he could fall in love again with Julie that he had to have been married when he was 17. In
1: yeah. the last episode, we talked about Kirsten walking in on uh, Lindsay and Ryan uh-huh. and, and like, not she, even being able yeah, to see it. That's where Sandy is. Like, you must have been married before because, because otherwise obviously it's Julie it's Cooper. Not Julie Cooper.
0: <laughs> and then b- before so they're like, let's throw Jimmy a big party, and he goes to tell Marissa he's gonna have this big party, and that'll win her over. I do love this is her being like almost Deadpoolian in that I'm on a soap opera. She says, you were the last thing keeping me sane, so let's see what happens when you leave, Dad. Like, it was
1: maniacal. Yeah, I mean, everything in reverses. She starts pulling patio furniture out of the pool <laughs> and throwing it in a perfect place <laughs> on the patio. I will build everybody a patio. That's how upset I am. And Jimmy seems like, yeah, I asked for this. Like, I get what Marissa's doing. But Julie is like, you fucking bitch. How can you do this? Oh, to Marissa? And then Marissa does a thing. Oh. We will often, on the OCD, go into our past and relate to these characters. Uh-huh. Have you ever shoved a parent? No. That okay, is-
0: you are jumping way ahead. Oh, sorry. We- no, that's fine. Do it. But we are. I just need to let the listeners know that this isn't happening. While Marissa finds
1: out Jimmy's moving, she goes and just shoves Julie. No, at the party... Uh everybody's coming on like, Marissa, you are so drunk. What are you doing? How dare you? How dare you be drunk just because you have the two worst parents of all time? And Marissa screams back, right? There's a ton of clap back. And then she shoves Julie Cooper. Have you shoved a parent? No, I can't imagine what would happen to me. I thought you were doing this shitty thing where you asked because you had a story you wanted to tell. You're just champing at that bit. Can you tell me a time where you shoved a parent so then I can tell that story? (laughs)
0: Can we just both share how we've shoved the parents? I've
1: shoved your parents.
0: Well, sure. You're yeah. a good friend. They told me, do not go in that car with that man, and you got out of that car and shove them. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, let's set the scene for this wild party. All right, hours before. Ryan. hours before uh, the Marissa shoving Julie out of the way because she's drunk, uh, Seth is hungover and grounded, comes downstairs, and this is the Sethiest line and the O.C.'s line I've seen in any episode. He says, I know I should be used to this by now, but why are we having a party? Because mm-hmm. it's the middle of the day, and there's just caterers and workers just setting up the Cohen house for a party. And he's like, Grandpa, get released? No, Grandpa, well, who is, why are we having this party? And the, uh, the Cohens are like, Jimmy's leaving, so we're throwing him a big party. And they get, it is attended. It is pretty
1: sparsely attended. For an OC, like, if it was one of our birthdays, we'd be like, look at all my friends. I, didn't,
0: I don't know half these people.
1: But for a Cohen House party, there's not that many people there. And they apologize to Jimmy, and he goes, come on, I know what I am. Like, I've defrauded half this
0: town. This is pretty cool. I do like, Jimmy sucks, because I don't know if the listeners know how we feel about Jimmy yet. Uh, he, so Marissa hates him, but he didn't tell Julie. He's telling her via party. Mm-hmm. She and Caleb are invited to his going away party. Apparently, Caleb knows what the party's about, but Julie's just like, I guess we're going to the Cohens for something. I don't have my gala calendar. I left that in my other purse.
1: At this point, if you are in this circle, don't you just drive to the Cohens' house every night knowing yeah. that it's for some What are we reason? doing? So they are, they've
0: become the friend's coffee shop just for this soap opera? Right. That's awesome. Do you want that? Not for it to be your house, but do you want to know? You go to a place and you will see some friends there to kick it.
1: I think so. Yeah, just to know that, like, whatever is the occasion, this mm-hmm. is where I celebrate it. Yeah, I think that would be great. And then the thing too is that, like, it's always catered, and that's always great. Like, catered. What am I going to do about dinner? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to drive to this house because there's like a shaping dish dish with meatballs there.
0: There will be meatballs. Are there lobster rolls? Because he loves lobster rolls. He this loves is, lobster rolls. The, I, no we, cilantro. We this might be a new Kirsten's going to Kirsten award because. If there's a party, she knows what the guest of honor loves, and even though, because I've been a caterer, you set that shit up. Not when they're already there. She always she's like, "What are we eating tonight?" While they're unloading, they need to be like, "Lady, hours ago, you should have done that." We have what we have.
1: The other thing too is, and I know they're uh, more well off than we are, but like catering a party, like that's you're dropping thousands uh-huh. of dollars. A couple girl every time they have a Cohen open House bar, party. gotta be right. They're yeah. not saying BYOB to the noobies. The scandal
0: that would cause.
1: So, all the food that is really good. It's probably not like Del Taco. It's probably pretty nice. Oh, Open man. bar. All those bottles there. I just
0: think four Fiesta packs will do it.
1: Like So, like, at the end of the night, they're just signing like $6,000.
0: Yeah, because they tip big.
1: God damn it.
0: God damn it. Indeed. So, Julie is furious. Cal is still. Nobody wants to talk to Cal still. He sh- walks up to Kirsten and she does a quick about face and goes, mm. uh,
1: Julie. Uh, Wait, MD- hold on. Don't move off that. That's one of the best moments of this episode. Like, Cal thinks that he's just back home. Right. Like he's back to normal. Because, oh, because he got off earlier. Yeah, in the he got off. And uh, he walks in the house, and both Kirsten and Julie run away from him as uh-huh. if he has the AIDS. And he just sort of, like, stops talking but not making sounds. So he's like, oh, I'm really excited to be here. He just, and he just howls he's out. never been so rejected. And then we don't see him again. is like, that's it for kids. I assume Cal. he's just, like, a little kid standing in the corner, just, like, head on a marble pillar. But he does have this smirk on his face, like, maybe is life better when <laughs> yeah. people just run away from you?
0: What if I didn't have to talk to people I pretend to like?
1: All right, sorry, go ahead.
0: Uh, and then Julie starts out pissed with Jimmy, and she gets into He's like, not here. Leads her in. Again, very intimate. Hand on the smile of the back. Uh, and then they're just talking in a bedroom, and this is Julie, the actress in the care, MVP, because all the things. Very cruel, very villainous, very vulnerable, is crying, and you fucking believe it. Like, I do think she thought, this is Jimmy being smart, knowing they could never actually work as a couple. She thought she could finally have what she, because she doesn't. It's always grass is always green, and
1: she thought we could make it work this time. You mean Bob Seeger, baby. Okay, I agree but disagree. Her tears are genuine, but I think what Jimmy leaving means is that now I have to face my actual reality. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she thought that Jimmy and her were going to make it. But This like, is
0: little escape.
1: Yeah, and now that escape is gone, and now here we go, me and Cal for the rest of my life. And then Kirsten walks in, and
0: note like they were not just kissing. This is the one like Kirsten's radar is fucking off.
1: By the way, this is the third time talking about this episode that you've said Kirsten walks in. Like that is her job in this yeah, episode.
0: I'm not repetitive. She's just walking to every room, going, "What's going on?" <laughs> her classic tagline:
1: "Full buck teeth and like a straw hat,
0: <laughs> just a barrel for clothes." But she does not see the super making out of Ryan and Lindsay, both Jimmy and Julie, who are just yes, they are divorced but they do have kids together. He is leaving. This would be emotional. And she's like, oh, no. And they're like, it's nothing. I'm like, yeah, lady, you are kind of intruding on this one.
1: And Jimmy's got a Jimmy. Even though they're just talking and not kissing, still, when she walks in, Jimmy's like, what? <laughs> and zips up his pants and zips up <laughs> his wiener in his pants.
0: <laughs> uh, and so just the camera starts moving around the party, and Seth tra- or Ryan tries to get Seth not to leave. Seth's like, I got to fix it cover for me and Ryan's like you are fucking up left and right please don't leave this party
1: but Ryan at least knows like all right fine I'm gonna let you leave but I know that you're probably just going to do something simple like take a cab to Alex's house and that'll be it surely you won't set that up even more and then
0: the coolest weirdest combo uh because Zach showed up to summers and went do you want to go to this old man's party I've never met and Summer's like, no, I'm going alone.
1: And just so everybody knows, if anybody ever asks you that question, <laughs> you say yes. Yes, <laughs> you never say no to that. So
0: Summer leaves Zach at her place and just heads to the party because it is her best friend's dad. Uh, it's Summer, Ryan, and Lindsay just
1: hanging out at the table, all going, "What do the three of us talk about? This is weird as hell, right?" And I love Summer in that scene because she's like, "Hey, people I know," and then they start talking, and she's like, "Fuck, I don't oh, care about any of this.
0: Why am I here?" <laughs>
1: People I know, ew.
0: Ew. You guys remember when I said ew a lot? Do you miss it? Uh, So they're just talking about how weird it is to be a person. And then Marissa and DJ show up. And Marissa, two steps in by her little bambi legs. You can tell she is
1: tis-anked.
0: And Julie and Jimmy like walk up because they see it too. And this is before the push. This is awesome. Well, isn't it the Wicked Witch of the West Coast? and then the shittiest Julie line in the world after i have just said she's mvp and is a human she goes are you drunk looks at dj and goes let me guess tequila what the fuck
1: so julie basically says i'm not really i don't really have a firm grasp on this whole mom thing but i can be racist no racist
0: orange county behind the orange courton i let got that let me guess down. tequila Oof. are you why? why and jimmy's just like no 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 let's calm down Marissa, they're like, why are you like this? And then before she shoves Julie, or maybe it's after, but they're like, they're like, why are you like this? And she goes, of course I'm messed up. I'm the daughter of a thief and a slut. Oh.
1: <laughs> and Jimmy was like, yeah, but uh, what's your mom? <laughs> and then he goes, did you guys hear what that, that <laughs> and jump jumps in the made? pool and goes, let's
0: not in town?
1: <laughs> Just comedy def jams around the room. But. Uh, no, that, that's, that's it for that. That's the, that, the big party drama. Big party drama. It was, and I hate that fucking door. What door? Maybe I learned about this because of, uh, what's his name? What was Teresa's boyfriend's name? Eddie? Eddie. Maybe this is the Eddie door. Uh-huh. But when every party... It's going nice. Look at that door. Oh, that door's gonna fuck shit up. And that some Eddie is That's gonna a, come through a that bizarro door. Bizarro, Mr. Rogers yeah. Fairyland. And even Jimmy's like, I don't know. Not that many people came, but like this seems like a nice party. I bet nobody's gonna come through that door. Eddie? Uh, <laughs> Eddie, hey,
0: are you up? And th- this is the Kirsten's not known for her zingers. But as Marissa, like, drunkenly leaves, like, his he his daughter, after doing that in public, leaves. And Kirsten's like, well,
1: you wanted an old-fashioned OC party. She's like,
0: now it's time for Kirsten to shine.
1: Oh, we got to get some talk about that conversation.
0: Yeah? Yes. Let's take a break and dive right into that conv. Oh. Station.
1: Mike, we have so many shows. Time that... out. What's up? No, I, just, I was helping. Thank you. you time out it. from the show. We have so many shows that we have to promote. The internet has so many podcasts. Yes. Let's pick three or four special little boys that we're going to promote right now. From the internet? Right. Or from us? From us. Well, I mean, you get to pick. I do them from us. Okay, but lock the gates. WTF just hit their thousandth episode.
0: Uh People should probably check it out. So that's one, idiot. (laughs) We only have three more. (laughs) Taylor talking Taylor comes out every Tuesday. That is the first Tuesday of the month where our pal Taylor ostensibly talks to and or about or maybe whispers at
1: Taylor's. I haven't listened. I don't know. You set this up nicely because uh, you and I are on three podcasts together and you have two left. (laughs) So go ahead and pick the two.
0: Uh, And then you should definitely check out uh, Mike and Ryan Scream About the oc where we like to call it the ocd where every thursday we go through episode by episode just critique and break down the nuances
1: of the most underrated show of the early aughts and uh ocd is sometimes called movie of the year so is there any other shows that we have
0: when when our friend greg guests he breaks into the garage and he starts hosting we call that movie of the year where we pick a year. And then we talk about the best
1: movies of that year. Why does Greg not look like the Kool-Aid Man, but every wall hole he makes looks exactly like the Kool-Aid Man? That's his magical power, my friend. And then there's the Superhero Hour Hour, the flagship
0: show, where every week, Taylor leads us through literally every single live-action comic book-based TV show. <laughs> and so many of them. Even We used to get summers off. Remember when we did Superhero Hour and we'd be like, there's not enough shows. Let's watch Batman the Animated Series, I guess. Nope. Never again do we get to do that.
1: I mean, we still do it every day, but we just don't sure, get to talk about it. Sure, but
0: that's just for us and nobody else.
1: Uh, subscribe to those, rate them, review them. It helps us out so much. Mike, real quick, how mm. do you contact us?
0: Contact at EarPopFilter.com is our email for the time being. Let us know how we're doing. Wait, are we going to change
1: it? Let's like, we'll see. Who knows? Let's get saucy. That was weird. And then do we have any robot associates? A robot associate. I asked you a yes or no question. Yes. Thank you. That's the commercials. At yourpopfilter. Ryan! Let's talk about that convo. So, old friends, right? And old friends have to have that moment before one of them leaves the show forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Kirsten and Jimmy are having this conversation. There's a couple of weird things. One, I feel like it's very... There's a severe lack of empathy. When Kirsten says, Hey, I just watched your family fucking dissipate. You idiot. (laughs) You wanted an old school OC party. Uh, But then she says, Just imagine... If we had gotten married, I'd be going to Maui right now. And Kirsten, bro, Jimmy had just at the beginning of the episode said, and I kissed your wife and I'm, I'm very so sorry about sorry. that. like I'm moving I'm moving past that. I'm so glad that you moved past that. And Kirsten's like, I don't know Wait a minute. Uh-huh. I, I sort of like this conversation. I sort of like hanging out with you. Imagine if we had gotten married, I'd be moving to Maui.
0: Is it Was that like just a brain fart, don't realize I shouldn't say all of my thoughts, or is it she likes having somebody on the line? Is there a little like real Newport in her?
1: I Like, we always need drama Kirsten style, or we always need drama screenwriter style? Uh-huh. I don't know, dude. Like... That was such a weird fucking thing to say.
0: And Jimmy doesn't react like, oh, is there a chance? He reacts like, I think that might be the most hurtful thing Kirsten has ever said to me. He's just like, ah, if you were married to me, I don't think I would be leaving.
1: And I think the point of the line is not that, like, I wish I was married to Jimmy. I think what she's saying is, like, I just wish I didn't have my current life. Like, Oh, because her dad and stuff. I guess I forget about that. And her her husband and her son and her her new son. I don't know, but she wants to be in Maui right now. Sometimes you want oh, well, Maui's great. Should we go? For a weekend, sure. For a weekend. I don't think we should move there. It was a very strange Kirsten line.
0: If we were married, we would move to Maui.
1: Me and you? Yeah. Probably. We'd call it getting Maui'd.
0: (laughs) So there's that weird talk. And then Jimmy takes off. uh, And then we flash, we watch Summer leave. And Zach is just... Been at her house for hours, watching most of the valley,
1: and well, he had two like cathartic run-ins. He uh-huh. met the stepmonster. Uh huh. It's like, that was fucking weird. And then I watched this TV show that you're all about, and so now I think that I, think I, I, I understand. understand. I'm on a new too. summer level here.
0: I do like, and this is uh, they it will never not be a joke, even though it's horrifying. Because she's like, "Why are you here?" And he goes, "Like, well, we need to talk." And honestly, your your stepmom blocked me in. I tried to wake her up, but. Is she, like, alive is the line. Like, pills, ha, 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 let's move on. And then an adorable thing. He's like, this was our first fight. That wasn't about Cohen. Isn't that beautiful? And that wins her over. It
1: kind of is. That is pretty adorable. Like, now we are fighting on our own terms. This is about
0: our bullshit.
1: Right. Not his bullshit. Can you imagine, like, the first time Reed and Sue were arguing about dishes and not fucking Victor Von Doom? I bet that was wonderful. Oh, I bet Victor wouldn't do that way. Is that what you're
0: saying, Sue? God damn it.
1: it! Just said use the the green part of the sponge and pills. Let's get into that. So, Summer's stepmom mm-hmm. is a pill monger, mm-hmm. and does that mean like borderline asleep, borderline awake at all times? The way she talks about her is one, she is looked down upon
0: for being like that, but she's also, I think, like a major dickhead. Like Summer fucking
1: hates her. So. Bad personality, and then drugs. Right. Is what we're talking about. Those often go hand in hand. But, I like, don't... is she just on the couch saying, like, whatever, Zach, come in, I don't care. Or is she she's like, like, hey, Zach, how are you? No,
0: the way he said it, because he said, I try to wake her up, dot, 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 is she, like, alive? Which means I think she is zonked the fuck.
1: And this is, like, the fourth dude that's been in Summer's bedroom uh-huh. in the last, like, three weeks. So, like... Whoever comes over, it's like, Summer's upstairs. Even though she hasn't been for hours or days. Who knows?
0: But then they make I up. I want to be a stepmom. They, that oh, seems awesome. It feels awesome. like a rule. Yeah. Uh, they make up, watch the valley. And then, so Seth had escaped from the party. And then Cal and Julie are both in weird moods and are trying to leave. And they go, sir, we have just some bad news. And he goes, did you scratch it? They went, it might have been stolen. Q his Aston Martin getting driven by Seth, doing a Seth donut into Alex's parking lot and be like, come on, baby, I'm a bad boy.
1: And do you think, because you're a resident or ex resident, do you think that it is realistic that Newport cops found that Aston Martin almost immediately? No. Like, it took them 25 minutes.
0: I guess if the underground king of Newport makes a call, maybe you set all your guys out on it. He dialed 811. Yeah, he knows the real number. And maybe Seth was not driving great, and so they were already tailing it. Or maybe an Aston Martin was in the numbered streets, and so that stood out like a sore thumb. But he's trying to talk to Alex and be like, see, I'm cool. And she, dope-ass
1: 17-year-old, is like, can you just stop? Can you just stop trying to impress me? But it's really hard because we have spent the entire first season going like, Ryan, don't do that, even though I understand all of the moral repercussions Uh for this decision. And with Seth, it's like, Seth, don't do that, because it's dumb on every single you're being level. You're dumb, a dumb-dumb, and nobody wants this. Including Alex. Mm. Especially Alex, because she's
0: like, what? I just, I'm trying to be like what you want. And she goes, I've been with a lot of bad boys. You're not one of them. And he gets all butt hurt, and she goes, you're a good guy. And that's what I like. And, Girl,
1: he's not. Run. Get out now. And then cops take him away, and it's hilarious. He is the worst bad guy and the worst good guy yeah. like no alex no matter what get the fuck he out of here is the worst alex is awesome because she has got like that purple streak in her oh, hair so cool seth has nothing like that get a purple streak seth and then
0: we cut to uh the lifeguard tower which is quickly becoming another major meeting point point. and i love dj because he went all right this rich drunk chick is way too much for me i'm just gonna call her dad and that's how they meet. They weren't supposed to meet in the beginning of the
1: episode, but they meet here. And he's just like, thanks, DJ. How did you like DJ's reaction? Because uh, Tate Donovan shows up, and Marissa's like, what? Get out of here. Who called him? And DJ's like, I did. I <laughs> obviously did. Obviously I, I, like, Clearly it was me. This is weird right now. DJ's doing everything right, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. For sure. I, because he didn't undermine her. It would have been, she's screaming in a wreck at the party. If he tried to f- like stop her then and be like, be rational. That would have been bad. But for him to be like, all right, I'm going to. Respectfully get you out of here and then do what I have to to make and responsible to get you off my hands as quick as possible because my broskies are drinking beer skis at the bar ski and I'm gonna go have fun ski. And then I do think Tate Donovan and Marissa have a very like sweet, she's still like mad at him, but a pretty good like goodbye dad forever talk. And he's like, let's go.
1: And she's like, no, give me your jacket. I wanna stay here. Yeah, he's like, it's time to leave. And she's like, actually, can we just stay? Okay. For the rest of the night, it's like, oh, okay, classic Marissa. I mean, like, my back hurts and you're just gonna fucking cry, but uh, yeah, I sure, guess. let's just say this is no, what it's like to have a daughter. Here.
0: Uh, and then the whole episode ends. I, one of the most affecting end of episodes is she just shows up the next morning at the Cohen's doorstep, I think, as an apology. They don't, she doesn't apologize, but that has to be part of it, right?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's not just comfort me, it is sorry. There was no Eddie fight. Like, nobody fell in the pool. Nobody got bloodied, right? She mm-hmm. just had a Made tantrum, a, a drunk tantrum. And then she comes over and then sort of proves the O.C.'s thing of, like, family isn't blood. Family's right? family. And then they're like, oh, my God, thank you for coming here. Marissa, you're part of the family.
0: And all of them react, in the, the four Coens all react in their own way because she brings bagels. And Sandy's like, I'll teach you how to put schmear on them. Like, she's never had a bagel. Yeah. Uh, and Kirsten's just like, oh, honey, good to see you. And I... Seth has very few good Seth moments in this episode or ever, but he goes. The bagel I was about to eat was stale, and throws uh-huh. it out of his hand and yeah. throws Ryan's out. Uh, and then, well, Ryan anytime he can smack
1: food out of somebody's hand, It's hilarious. Yeah.
0: And now you're doing it for a good cause. Uh, and a Ryan, I do, I, I love when people who had a past are now I'm getting over it, because like he just like very gently like rubs her shoulder, and it doesn't mean anything. It's just right. like, hey, I'm here for you, bud.
1: Yeah, it's fucking adorable. He does it for a reason, and Marissa is not confused right by why he did it, and also like this. In most TV shows, like this irritates me. Like it's so forced and bantery, mm-hmm. and I kind of think that this was like really natural and awesome. You it know? wasn't like,
0: very quick bantery. It was a pretty light dialogue scene. It was great.
1: Sandy says, "Like, yeah, come on, Marissa, I'm going to show you how to schmear." And uh, uh, Kirsten's like, "Yeah, he does know how to schmear." And then it backs the camera backs out, and we can't hear them. It's mm-hmm. just music, and they do feel natural as yeah. opposed to like. You will believe this is a family. You will fucking believe.
0: No, just show us. Don't tell us. Ryan, it is time for awards. Okay. Are you ready to go? Yes. What is your magical musical moment?
1: My magical musical moment was, of course, hearing Modest Mouse's <laughs> yeah. song called Hey, What's Up? We're Modest Mouse, and we're here to say we like Modest Mouse in a major way. I thought that was a really good AKA song.
0: A.K.A. Paper Thin Walls. Yeah, that was probably That, that was right? they walk in, and it's playing. They have a few uh, moments in there. Uh, a runner-up, though, is, I don't know who the artist was, but it's a lady cover of Elliot Smith's uh, Already Somebody's Baby, and just playing, it's one of the montages. Uh huh. I fucking, I'm in the bag for that song, and I've yet to hear a cover that makes me annoyed.
1: I'm into it. Did you ever an Elliot Smith phase? No. I mean, I had Royal Moms, does that count? That does count. Probably counts. I just was agreeing with you. I have no
0: idea. For sure. What's your Sandy wisdom?
1: My Sandy wisdom, we already went over this, but uh, I like this in a bunch of ways. Uh, you were married before Julie, which is a couple <laughs> things, which is, uh, it's forced obliviousness or uh, I wish I was oblivious, uh-huh. but uh, I just love that. Like, I think I can make a joke right. if I just disregard some information.
0: Uh, mine is... at. The start of the end scene is he opens the door to Marissa. Before she says anything, he says, I'm sorry. Like, he op- like,
1: oh, man, you're such a good dad. Dude, you're the best. What's your orange couture? Despite the fact that, like, she sort of ruined his house party. Yeah. Like, she was responsible for that. He's sorry. But you know what? 16, 15-year-old girl going through things. Yeah. I'll probably be a dad instead of, She's like, right. holding a grudge forever. Her parents. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Orange couture. Orange Couture, um, Kirsten at the house party uh, wore a halter top over a halter top. She had double halter double top, halt? and that is very 2004.
0: Uh, mine is very specifically Orange County in general. It is Marissa's USC sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. It is a high school kid wearing a USC or UCLA hoodie. When maybe they'll go there, who knows? It's just, I belong in Southern California, baby. It's airwear.
1: Do you have a Jimmy's Got a Jimmy? Jimmy's Got a Jimmy. Oh, my God. There's so many. Um,
0: Yeah. Half my notes are Jimmy's jibbing all over the place.
1: Uh, I guess the obvious one is that he did make lunch plans. Uh And then keep uh, (laughs) Julie on his boat for like the most amount of time possible. But the ultimate, and I think this is the last. Like, Do we have to come up with a new award? Probably. Because this is... He's gone, right? Jimmy's Got a Jimmy. He's going the distance. Uh, He's like, hey... Sandy, hey, Kirsten, I have to leave. And they're like, what? Why? And then he lists 18 (laughs) fantastic reasons for why he has to leave. Here's what my life is.
0: Do you know me? Uh, I think those are great, but mine has to be. She says, How's making out with mom? And he just goes, He
1: says, What? Several, like, and he doesn't, it gets shorter every time he says it. What? 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 Huh? Cool. And of the 18, I love how the seventh one is, like, pretty good. What? What? And then back to what?
0: <laughs> She's a good kisser. She's uh, a good. Do
1: you have any other awards? Yes. I have uh, the commas Connection is obviously mm. Seth wants so poorly to be uh, Bruce Banner. Or no, he wants to be the Incredible Hulk, but he's only Bruce Banner. And then makes a Jewish joke that I don't know if he's allowed to make. The Hulk? The Hulk's Jewish. The Hulk is Jewish. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. That's
0: and all. then do you have a Kirsten? She was, she was surprisingly sober throughout this. At one point she said, I'll get another glass of champagne, but she said it in a normal tone.
1: Yeah, I switched it to, uh, why don't you pour another one, Seth? Because, man, does he love that flask.
0: Yeah, he loved my friend Johnny. Uh, that's the show. Thank you to the Hall of Phonics. Thank you to Ryan. Thank you to the family ties. Next week is Sandy. Didn't forget his 20th anniversary. Honest. Just ask him. And just watch him squirm as he tries to make things right. Also, Seth and Ryan are grounded. DJ calls it quits with Marissa. That's the power of love. DJ calls it quits with Marissa. Stay gay, Dads, and get me those Green Lantern JPEGs. Electro. California.